Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Austin the Stash here with the one and only Parker Siza for Siza and the Stash. Two cats talking about sports. Parker, how are you? The one, the only is uh, pretty nice. I, li- I like that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, though. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I swear I was dying today. Because, but like by like a thousand paper cuts, kind of dying. Because, because I, you said you're like, I'm, I need to go to Walmart to get drugs. That was I, the one <laughs> thing you said this morning, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I really thought that like I would get to work because I woke up with like a runny nose mm-hmm. and like my eyes were bothering me. I'm like, this is just normal cold weather. I've got a kid in daycare. Uh, my wife is a teacher. The little kid germs are coming yep. for me. Is what's happening. And so I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just run to Walmart. I figured that it would eventually get better because most of the time it's like, have a glass of water, eat a little bit. You'll be fine. It was 11 and I was still feeling all of these aches and pains. And I'm like, you know what? I got, I got to go get some drugs, man. Yeah. yeah. I get that feeling too. It, like you, you get, you kind of feel sick in the morning, but then you're like, well, maybe you get active a little bit. It'll go away. Exactly. But when it doesn't go away, that's when like, it's like, uh, oh, jeez, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you sound oak. You don't sound any different. Well, so, the drugs have yeah. kicked in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Yep. And I'm not like, to, to be fair, I'm not sick. It's just like... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not yeah. showing up to work on Monday. <laughs> Time yeah. for a bender. Let's That's go. Right. That's right. Nebraska is going to be bowl eligible, and Austin hey. is going on a bender because of it. Hey, it's it's going to happen this it weekend, man. We're getting to number six. Feels kind of real. Yeah, feels kind of real. So let's let's dive into it. Nebraska five and three. Michigan State two and six. Nebraska only a three point favorite, which is kind of wild. It is a little bit, yeah. Especially where Michigan State's at. I mean, what Michigan does Vegas State know. What, did, yeah. what does Vegas know? They know something they i think so i think so but here's the thing michigan state they fired their head coach midseason mel tucker in the middle of september and since they fired their coach they're zero and six so they they started two and oh under under mel uh midnight mel tucker hold on, uh, hold on. Time, time out <laughs> they went two and oh and fired their head well, coach. Their, their what head, happened their head coach had a uh a, uh inappropriate uh relations with oh. a uh yeah, long, long story I, I don't mean to put any or shed any funny light on this but okay so I mean, a, a sexual assault survivor and a speaker uh came to the michigan state campus and uh mel tucker went above and beyond i guess you could say so uh yeah that happened oh. about a month ago and then uh, he got fired uh for uh workplace misconduct all of that and, gotcha uh, michigan state has their interim head coach and an hr nightmare yeah 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 and that program just is taking a skyfall uh downward so okay now i mean still a, a, an appropriate big 10 team you know they're a good defense not a very good offense uh whatsoever uh, so that is good news for Nebraska that, you know, this defense is obviously the strength for the Huskers. They should be able to stop Michigan State pretty well. Um, if you look at just the, the FPI, the football power index rankings of the conference, Michigan State is the second worst team in the conference with, I think, Purdue uh, was in mm. dead last. So, uh, you know, we beat Purdue pretty handily last week. Michigan State just a tick above, uh, according to the index ratings. So, it still it still points out all signs to Nebraska, but you're right. This three point favorite, I thought it should be maybe about a touchdown. But I was um, going to say you know, seven and a half, I, ten maybe yeah. if we're stretching it. I think they look at Nebraska and go, this team can't score points, right? I mean, we put up 31 last week. Hey, we can score yeah. points. We did. We did that. Uh, one of them was obviously a special teams touchdown, but uh, so we put up 31. I think that's what. But Vegas, I, I still think 
believes we can't, and so uh, you know, maybe they think it's going to be like a, a 10-7 to 7 type game. There, Vegas, is, three and a half. Vegas is probably looking at all the injuries that Nebraska that has. See, because So this Nebraska team didn't get healthier. No. I mean, it's still same same song and dance from last week. The offensive line is really young. The wide receiving core is basically all freshmen. Our starting quarterback is a sophomore, but that's beside the point. We, we've known that for a while. Uh, basically, the entire offense is freshmen and sophomores. What do we? What? How does that feel? How does that feel going into this game? It feels, it feels strangely kind of good because you know that these freshmen and sophomores on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, are getting good work in. Now we've talked about before where I think it could be a uh, a big time, you know. Big detriment. De- detriment, and, and that's with the offensive line. Yes. So, you know, when you when you have freshmen and sophomores playing O-line or D-line, I mean, D-line a little bit different, uh, but O-line is is such a key position uh, for your team, especially in the Big Ten. And you, it's tough to bring out, you know, freshmen, sophomores that were playing you know, low-level high school yeah. uh, ball a year ago, and now they're going up against the beasts of all beasts in the Big Ten, where they're pass rushing, edge rushing, just big, 350, 300, not that big. Holy cow, 350, <laughs> 320, 310, 320, you know, yeah. big guys on the defensive line. It's just not not a scenario that, that a lot of schools want to get into where they, you know, have a lot of younger guys on the O-line. That is where Nebraska is, though, but they've been performing pretty well. I mean, Henry yeah. Latovsky, Justin Evans-Jenkins was a D-lineman, and again, like a freshman, I think maybe a redshirt freshman. I don't think he's a true freshman, but... Went from D-lineman now to O-lineman. He had a really good game against yeah. Purdue on Saturday. So that's the good news. Uh, but, yeah, this team is banged up. Every team is banged up uh, this time of year. But Nebraska a little bit more than, I yeah. think, most teams. That's for sure. And that's probably going into the three-point spread. And, yep. and you know, when I look at this game, it's, it's one of those games that it feels like Nebraska should be absolutely confident mm-hmm. in going into it. And there's, no, there's not going to be a moment, even with – Turnovers that are going to happen because we know this yeah. football team. Heinrich's going to throw a bad interception. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna a run. Snap's going to get yep. get loose. Uh, mm. You know, someone's going to fumble it on a on a on a run. Maybe on the opening kickoff. Who knows? Mm. Something like that is going to happen, and this defense is going to not only keep them in the game. They're going to be the reason why ten points is enough. Yep. They're going to be the reason why three points is enough. And so I. I have full confidence in this team to I mean if we're if we're betting men, which we are, which yep, we, we will are get to men. later <laughs> yeah, yeah. later in the show. Mama's little high roller. Woo! Yeah, that's right. Once we get into that, we are betting men and I would put Nebraska to cover three points so. pretty handily. I would feel confident going like Nebraska, if you if you get on a service that lets you take a couple extra points, I mean Nebraska five and a half. Yeah, I would take I would take five and a half points. I think uh, we'll, we'll pick a score here in a second, right? Yeah. But I yeah, would yeah. I would lean more into the upper upper single digits. Ooh. Um, I think it's maybe ten. Uh, I, I think that's what Nebraska wins by. So I'll give my score here. I, yeah. I, I think uh, I don't think Michigan State's going to be able to score. It's an eleven a.m. game, um, so I'm going to give them seven, uh, but I'm going to take a Nebraska twenty-one to seven. Ooh, twenty-one to seven. Yeah. You think they score a touchdown on this on this defense? Yeah, I think a couple times. Uh, uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah, because. Probably what's going to happen is we might like fumble a punt at the ten yard line, uh, and Michigan State only has to go ten yards. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I think it happens. 
you know, maybe maybe early. It, it could be one of those two where it's like, you know, 14 to nothing in the third quarter. And yep. you got a lot of the now at this point on the defense, fourth and fifth teamers like like yeah. they're that deep. So they're really starting to play young guys when they when they know they're going to get the win. And so that's maybe where they give it up. So I can't go shut out, man. I, I really thought we should have had the shutout last. Absolutely. Week against Purdue. Fumble by Jeff Sims. They had a, a 40-yard touchdown pass. That, that was an amazing yeah. throw, and yep. the catch was just like, it was yep. acrobatic. It was so, absolutely incredible. But other than that, we thought we were going to, it was 24 nothing with nine minutes to go in the game, and then they mm. score uh, twice just like that. So, uh, yeah, I think maybe something like that can happen. But this defense for Nebraska, too good. I am, too good. I am done picking low scores. Because that that's kind of been been the mo at like during this middle part of the season, and I'm done doing that. I've I've been burned by it. I think Nebraska puts up 35. Nice. I, you know what? I think even more. I think 38. I don't think they crack 40, but I think they put up 38 against a, a defense that is not that is not very good. Yeah. Not very good at all. 38 points. This Nebraska team is feeling themselves. They, they've got the momentum on their side. And you're probably right. Shutout probably not going to happen. But I don't. I'm going to say 38 to nine. Mm-hmm. Three to, field goals. Three field yeah. goals. Like it covers up the if they score a touchdown, then like it's in that yep. realm of possibility. 38 nine. I think it's the yeah. is the score. Like Nebraska a goes bowling. Yeah. Yes. Touchdown. Missed extra point. Field goal. There like you go. That, something like that. Just so, like that. That that too. But uh, one guy. I wanted to hit on one more thing with yeah. Nebraska, and that's Emmett Johnson. Yes. The running back now. So he's kind of taking the reins of the top back spot, taking over for Anthony Grant. And that's a little bit exciting. He's a he's a sophomore. And did you see the uh the low crackdown yeah. uh, hit that he had on that? <laughs> so Emmett Johnson's like five eleven, maybe like one ninety five, maybe two hundred, something like that. He he's very speedy, but he's got some power. And that was proved when he's going up against a six foot four linebacker for Purdue. There, it was an option pitch, so Harburg pitched it to Johnson. Johnson running down the sideline, lowers his shoulder and blows this six foot four <laughs> linebacker number four for Purdue back like three yards. And awesome. he goes out of bounds. Both of them go out of bounds. It's like a seven yard gain. But man, I mean that literally. You there was a a, a sideline camera where they had you know their uh, the film yeah. on, on the sideline and and they they're showing like rule and uh, all the all the players right next to the play where it happened. And you just get this woo, yeah. just like 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 that. Oh. five foot eleven versus six four, and the five foot eleven guy just blows Hell back yeah. the six four guy a few yards. Emmett Johnson, welcome to Nebraska. He's, Absolutely. Uh, hopefully he grows and continues to be the, the number one guy uh, for the Huskers. But you still need a guy like Anthony Grant, and he, he comes into the game and, and can get his yards. And Josh Fleeks has done really well in the run game for Nebraska. So even though they're hurt, obviously, a month plus with uh, Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin, yeah. uh, the running back room, I thought, has made a nice climb uh, since that happened, and, and that's all Emmett Johnson. Absolutely. So. I am 100% with you on that. I am disappointed that Anthony Grant yeah, hasn't it's... like stepped up in the way that he did last year. And, you know, maybe that's just it's the situation that he's in. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that this coaching staff like has no faith in him mm-hmm. or anything like that. He gets his touches. He does his job. But I I miss the electrifying runs that Anthony Grant Anthony Grant would switch fields and he yep. would he would juke and jive he'd make people miss he would run people over and just there just isn't that from Anthony Grant and I and I'm curious why and I would love 
I hope that because he's a he's a young guy still yeah, too, he's right? Junior, junior. So he's, he's got, got another year, probably two, with the COVID. And I would hope that he sticks around mm-hmm. and sticks around at Nebraska because there's all like obviously he's talented enough to hop in the transfer I mean, portal. He's one injury away now from being the guy again. Like God absolutely. Forbid. Knock yep. on wood, yeah, yeah, Emmett yeah, Johnson yeah, 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 goes yeah, yeah. down, and now it's now it's Anthony's show once again. So, right. uh, I mean, he's that close, and he seems like he really likes Nebraska. He loves the community. He works yeah. at a, uh, I think it's a um, a homeless shelter or something like that. They they talked about it a month ago where where Anthony works and uh, his employers and Matt Rule had a whole thing is he like you know his employers have said, gosh, this guy is the best guy to work for. He's such a good face for the community, and you know w- with what he does outside of the football field, so. Uh, hopefully Anthony kind of picks it back up here. Yeah. And I mean, you said it, he's such an electrifying running back. He's not the power back that like even Emmett kind of leans a little bit more sure. toward the power back and, and Anthony can do that, but it, it's his, uh, it's his elite running that I think uh, sets him apart. And, you know, they just uh, probably, you know, Emmett comes in and, in practice, takes the job over. What are you yeah. going to do? You know, what give you him do? the give him the role. So. Man, Nebraska really has some some guys on their team that are really big in the in the community. You know, yeah. Anthony Grant, Malachi Coleman, yeah. Yeah. doing all of his stuff with the, with his NIL money. I mean, are you kidding me? You, you, you're a let's, let's talk about Malachi for just a second. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're an 18 year old, right? Uh huh. You get your NIL check for the first time. Most guys are like I'm going to go buy a Rolex. I'm going to go buy a, a Rolls Royce. Not Rolls Royce. Well, Jeez, yeah, we're not making that much gonna, money. Going to buy a going to put a down payment on a nice yep. car. I'm going to get some chains. You know, I'm yep. I'm going to get jewels on my teeth. Something right. you know, something to showcase to be like, man, I made it. I did the thing. Nope, not Malachi though. Absolutely, he's not. giving it all back uh, to kids that that are in need because he was a kid that was in need. He was an orphan kid and uh, was adopted. And man, just. What an incredible person! I, yeah. th- there's like 20 guys on this team that are just like him too, and they're mm-hmm. just so easy to root for. So, uh, yeah, Malachi. We need Malachi another touchdown too. We need that belly yeah. G option, just him streaking down the sideline. Harburg hits uh, Malachi for 65 yards. Let's do it. Let's do it. Absolutely. All right. So uh, scores once again. Yeah. I'm saying 38 to nine. You're 21 seven. I'll stick with that. I'll there stick with go. that. Even though, uh, man, I I I like your score a lot better. So. <laughs> sure would be a lot yeah. of fun. Yep. Uh, uh, Nebraska volleyball, nineteen and zero. Twenty one and zero. I forgot to change that. Sorry about that. Yep, Goodness yep. gracious! Yep. I, this is my fault. My fault. <laughs> All good. They are taking on uh, Penn State, yep. number thirteen. They're taking them on tomorrow. Uh, we're recording on Thursday. Then uh, faces Rutgers again on Saturday. This is uh, an oh, this is a road trip, right? Yep, two road trips here. Yep. Kind of a kind of a tough one on Friday, especially being on the road. Penn State takes their volleyball very seriously. Yeah. Uh, and then Rutgers on Saturday, their fans don't take their volleyball mm, near no, as seriously. No, there won't be a lot of people there in, uh, yeah. in uh, where is it, East Rutherford? No. East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. It is in New Jersey. East Rutherford, that's where the Giants are. I don't know, but uh, wherever that is, Rutgers <laughs> doesn't care about anything, uh, it seems like. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that could be a sleepy game on Sunday. I think the Penn State atmosphere will be pretty rocking uh, there for that one, so... Going to be, I think, pretty tough. Nebraska, though, they still lead the nation in defense, uh, holding their opponents to one point or point one two five hitting percentage. And they're offensively ranked ninth nationally, but second in the Big Ten. They hit about 288. So uh, they're, they're still rolling, obviously undefeated. 
obviously number one. But you got a game here against Penn State where you could slip up. And I think, unfortunately, I, I don't mean to like you know share because we we've been on the show. We've been like, well, is this the week that you know? Yes. Every volleyball team slips up during the season. They have one bad set that one team gets momentum. Maybe they then get the second set, and then it's over at that point. So, but Nebraska's not had a game like that, and they've played some. Damn good teams. Yeah. In September, all of those non-conference opponents, even the Big Ten Conference, which is the best conference in volleyball, they've had some some games where they'd fall down in, in one set, but then just like come back even better in the following yeah. set and end up closing out the matches. So we'll see what happens there Friday night. But uh, I'm, I'll, I'll predict Nebraska sweeps both just because that's how they do it. But would not be surprised to see Penn State kind of sneak one on Nebraska on Friday. Good team. So absolutely we'll see. saw on TikTok that the Nebraska volleyball team did a Halloween practice where everyone was dressed up in in costumes. And yeah. there was a couple one two people. One was dressed up at Lindsey Krause was dressed up as Taylor Swift and can't remember who the the other one was, but probably she, the eighty seven jersey guy. That's uh, right, Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who dressed up as Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there were there were just a bunch of fun. It, it just once again, showing how much fun this team has together. Everyone dressed up. Everyone had had costumes on, and it was uh, it was a fun TikTok to watch. I can only imagine how much fun they had at practice, yep. getting ready for what could be a tough one in Penn State. Yep. It's Nebraska volleyball, man. Let's make a petition. Anytime there's a vol, if Nebraska ever plays a volleyball game on Halloween, yeah, both teams have to wear. Some kind of color. Like, <laughs> like put on, somebody's got to put on, you know, remember the scream mask, right? That big yes. mask. You know, somebody's got to wear one of those. Somebody has to, like, you know, face paint, you know. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn, like, you know, come on. I want to see that. I want to <laughs> see that. That would be great. Um, yeah, no, it's that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. By the way, was uh, for couples, Okay. was the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey has to be Halloween number combo number one this has year? Has yeah. to be number one. I for, saw a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of people. I saw some people. That were individually doing both. I saw a guy who who had half, half his half. his face was half Taylor Swift, oh half goodness. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Listen, it's pop culture. It's big. Yep. You know, it's it's what people it's what the people want. Yep, it is what the people want. I even saw like little kids. Like there was a little little like probably two year old uh-huh. saw this on Facebook had an eighty seven Travis Kelsey jersey, yeah. and then the maybe the the sister or whatever had the just the Taylor Swift long hair microphone in her hand. It's just like oh my goodness, <laughs> we're all over the place here. Yeah, you know what also yeah. was a big Halloween costume that I saw a lot of. You probably have no idea who this person is, but because I'm a parent of a, a soon to be eleven month old. Ms. Rachel. Oh yeah, duh, Miss. Okay, so you you have heard of Ms. Rachel? Hi, <laughs> Can you say Mama's name? Have you? Yeah. By the way, she yeah. is a TikTok too, where yeah. she talks in her normal voice sometimes on that. It's crazy. Throws me for a, crazy. Throws me for a loop every single time because when when Henry's like having a time or like we're trying like Liz and I need a moment of like all right let's okay let's breathe. We throw on Ms. Rachel and we hear and we hear her voice and then I, fo- I I don't follow her on TikTok but she pops up all the time on my TikTok and it's like whoa you're a real person. Yep. I uh, I was talking to Liz the other day because we had turned on Blues Clues for for Hank the Tank and there was a real moment when I was in high school kind of yeah when I was like really looking at like what my career could be 
Um, I had a, my youngest brother is 12 years younger than me. So when I was a senior, he was six, five or six. And I remember watching a show like Blue's Clues and thinking, I could do that. I could be Steve. You could be Steve. I could be Steve from Blue's Clues. (laughs) That would be great. And now we just got a letter. We just got from. Yes. (laughs) My man. He knows. Yeah. We are Blues Clues fans here on this podcast. Now don't let the cat on the on the thumbnail fool you. We are a couple of Blues Clues guys. We're okay? some Blues Clues dogs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a real thought. I was like, maybe I could go do acting and do like kids acting. You know? Yeah. Who knows? It, maybe it, it's still. Maybe it could still happen. Who knows? It's and it's always like you know. There's kid shows that pop up all the time, like new stuff with uh, the Blues Clues esque, where you get this one guy and you know yes. it's this big shot to, to. But you see like new ones pop up all the time. You never really know like yeah. where did this person come from? Like he, you know, yep. just. just Got onto the show. Yeah. So, yeah, Just you, got you could show. do it. You could, could be the next it. Blues Clues, the next Steve yeah. uh, from Blues Clues. Heck yeah. Or uh, Mr. Austin instead of Ms. Yes. Ms. Rachel, Mr. Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Stash, actually. Mr. Stash. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stash. Yeah. The wheels on the bus go round and I'm changing. Yeah. I'm changing the conversation of mustaches from being. A little bit pedophilia to, <laughs> to being, no, yeah. this man with a mustache helps children. Yeah. Yeah. It's not creepy to have Kids a mustache. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, boy. We have really gotten off topic. Yeah. Should we Should we get to our high roller picks? Do it. She had the drought. What a song. What a song. What a song. All right, it's our high roller picks. Remember, we do three picks that are money line over, under, or against the spread, plus one high roller pick, which is a money line bet on an underdog, plus seven or more. Parker, boom. hit me with the stats. Where where do we stand? Am I clawing back well, yet? Well, you're trying to. Uh, we were one and three each uh, cool. last week. That puts your record at four, 15, and one overall. And my record after a one and three week at nine and eleven overall. By the way, since we started doing our like high roller, the high roller pick, yeah. we're both zero and one. So <laughs> okay. uh, we'll keep track of that as well throughout the season. Uh, those are the if one of us hits one, that's that's big time. Big so time. See if we can do it this week. Absolutely. And, and you know, it really goes to show how your four and zero start really. <sighs> really jump jump started your your season yeah it helped out a lot because since then i think i've only had one 500 week and then mm-hmm. it's been a bunch of one and threes yeah. so uh, you always yeah. get one yep you always get one yep. can't say the same for me would you like to start us off yep. with your picks i can go first here yep all right let's start out with pick number one we're gonna go in the big 10 okay. penn state and maryland uh, Penn State on the road. Maryland, this was thought as a really big matchup earlier in the season because Maryland started out really well. They were like 6-1, six 6-2. And, six and, and they've got Tua's little brother at yeah. quarterback, right? Talia Tagovailoa, however you say his name. Yeah, Talia. And then, you know, Mike Loxley, the former offensive coordinator at Alabama, thought maybe Maryland would kind of hit a nice little bump this season and get going. 
Well, about a week and a half ago, their offensive coordinator, former Texas A&M football coach Kevin Sumlin, had a DUI, and he's been since suspended with the program, and so Maryland lost last week, pretty surprisingly, to Northwestern, and now I think uh, they're going to get beat by more than nine against Penn State. So that's my first pick. Penn State take the spread, minus nine and a half on the road at Maryland. Now to the Pac-12, Oregon, 24-point favorites against the Cal Bears. Let's go Oregon, 24 and a half to cover that. That's a big spread, yeah. 24 and a half, but I think Oregon's going to do it. I think they're going to blow out uh, the Bears. Then we'll go down to the SEC. Love this one, Alabama and LSU. I don't know how Alabama's only a three-point favorite at home against LSU, who's shaky. So Sounds like free money. Alabama point spread, minus three. Yeah. Uh, we'll take them. And then my high roller, let's go to the Sun Belt. Mama's little high roller. Louisiana at Arkansas State. I love taking home underdogs big time. <laughs> uh, let's go with Arkansas State, who I think are the Wolves. Could Sounds have that right. wrong. Um, yeah. Go so, Cox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're taking on Louisiana, not the Louisiana State, uh, which is playing Alabama, but Louisiana. Not even Louisiana Lafayette. Not even Louisiana no. Tech, which Nebraska saw this year. Just plain old Louisiana. Arkansas State wins it. Money line plus nine and a half. Take them at home. Home underdogs go. that much. It's always a good idea to take them. Absolutely. So, Do you know what that all adds up in a parlay? It does add up to, it's, you know, it's okay. The odds plus twelve seventy three. dollars so $10 okay. gives you a buck twenty-seven and 29 cents. There you go. Absolutely. Good stuff. I have decided to go away from picking winners. I have decided that this week it is only over-unders, except for, you know, our high roller pick, of course. Yep, yep, yep. So... Let's start off. Navy at Temple. Okay. The the point. Let me let me guess what the point yeah. spreads are. Oh, great. Um, Love so that. Navy and who? Uh Navy and Temple. I'm gonna say over under. Uh 51 and a half. You're close. Okay. 45 and a 45. half. 45. All right. I saw a stat that all military games, it, Army, or not all military, as in both, but like... USA! That's USA, right, baby! USA, uh, USA, yeah. Navy, Air Force, Army, all of those games have hit the under mm. like 200 out of 215 <sighs> You're times. You're doing research here. I don't like it. I Navy don't like it. Navy at Temple, give me the under, yep. baby! Yep. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. The uh, what do they call Bedlam? Is what they That's call right. this rivalry. That's yeah, right. Bedlam. What a name. Yeah. Great name. Great name. What do you think? The point oh, that's got to be that's got to be in the seventies. That's like seventy-two and a half. You're a little strong. Okay. Sixty-one and a half. Jeez. Wow. But I agree with your thinking. I'm mm-hmm. taking the over. This feels like one of those games where it's like 35-38. Feels like it's shootout. just back and forth shootout. It's pure bedlam. It's chaos here in Oklahoma. Then I'm going the other way. Iowa at Northwestern. I know this one. You this know is this 29 one? and a half, right? 30 and a half 30 is what half. I've got yeah. on bed okay. MGM. Yep. Uh, 30 and a half. So very low. What do you think I'm going with? You got to go with the under on that, right? That's yeah, your ass. On. I'm no going points. with the under. This is going to be three to two. Like the main. It's in the Wrigley world, Field, too. It is. It's at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Baseball, mm-hmm. like, it's, come on. It's all turning into what will be a low-scoring game. Uh, Brian Frentz out. Yes. It will be out. He is finishing the season, which is what a what a weird <laughs> news story to throw yeah. in there, that they're like, listen, we all know he sucks, and we're not going to, we're, we're going to let him finish the year. 
that's weird. Why would he try that? I don't know. I, Iowa, nobody knows about Iowa. There was even a statement yesterday from Kirk Ferentz. He, he put out a statement that says, I look forward to continuing this year with Iowa football and look forward to being here as long as I can, as long as I have the, I, I'm paraphrasing his yeah. quote, as long as I have the passion to coach these players and coach with these coaches and uh, with these fans. So he, he said something like that, which, you know, you read that statement and you're like, hmm, does that mean he's like kind of out the door? Yeah. Which is so strange because I was in a great position still to win the Big Ten. Uh, they have Northwestern this week. If they win that, you know, they're still at the top. If Nebraska yeah. wins, they'll be at the top with Iowa. But and then these two teams play at the end of the season. But man, yeah, they're just like, yeah, Brian Ferentz, you know, <laughs> you're not you're not doing it for us. Which Get, get the hell out of here. And, you know, for which I, he hasn't been doing no. for years. Yes, yes. And for Iowa, too, to put these contract stipulations last season, 25 points per game. And when eight games, I think is what yeah. it was, uh, and and those were kind of the the benchmarks that mm-hmm. Coach Ferent, Coach Brian Ferentz needed to hit. They're not hitting the twenty five points per game right now. So yeah, I mean there you go, there you go. Cut, cut unbelievable. Cut. Now it's time for my high roller. Pick. Yep. Mama's little high roller. And I, you know, I was looking at my my parlay total, and I was only sitting at like plus six hundred. Yeah. With right. the over-unders, you know, it's like yeah, not, yeah, not very high. Not odds, very so. high. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go big. I wanted to go real big. Florida State is the number four team in the nation. Oh, my goodness. They are favored by 21 and a half points to Pitt. And if there's anything I know about Where's Pitt. Where's that at? Tallahassee it or is, Pitt? It is at Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. You like, you like underdogs at home. I like underdogs at home. And Pitt is one of those teams that every single year they put out a quality football team. And they win some that they shouldn't, and they lose some that they shouldn't. They are never consistent, but what they are is they are Goliath droppers, baby. Florida State against Pitt. Pitt money line yeah. puts us at plus seven seventy two, plus seven thousand seven hundred twenty seven. <laughs> so you bet ten dollars, you're winning a cool seven hundred and seventy two dollars. Oh yeah. Dollars Baby, on those over unders, and then you throw in the twenty four and a half point underdog. That's a big one, though. I like that one a lot. You're right about Pitt. Pat, Pat Narduzzi, uh, their head coach, there is uh, very good, and um, you know Pitt not not having the season, but I mean, you know, hey, Florida State, you're mm-hmm. in November now. Time to show up and play. Yeah. They, they haven't played a very strong schedule, and this is going to be a tough test for them. That's a good one, though. And I, I, like I don't that. buy Florida State as as a top team. I just don't buy Jordan it. Travis. Their quarterback's pretty solid. Yes, um, and, and Mike Norvell has kind of been a, a coach that they've been poking at a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not you're not good. You know you're going to be here, and then you're going to get fired, and then Deion Sanders is going to yes. come and come back to his alma mater. That's what Florida State fans thought before the season. But you know Norvell, they're putting up a good year, right? They're, they're still top four. Jordan Travis is good, but I, I, I'm I leaning toward you. I, I do think they're going to get upset Saturday. All so right. We'll see. There we go. Those are our high roller picks. We will find out how those turn out on Monday. Parker, you got to get out of here. You've hmm. got state volleyball that you're covering, and we will be covering state volleyball all weekend yep. long. We have high school p- football playoffs happening this week. It is a big, big time here for Max Country yep. and Cool Radio, so that means... We should probably wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Austin the Stash. You can find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker Siza. Yeah, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker Siza. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on Monday. Peace. Bye.